Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. He just opened an application called Movie Plus <laughs> on his computer, and I feel like I'm in 1993. Does He's also got a massive JVC camcorder on the desk. <laughs> Oh, just open in Movie Plus. <laughs> no one's ever used Movie Plus in their lives. <laughs> it's just automatically opened as well. Anyway. So weird to think there's a software developer out there somewhere working exclusively for you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules to the Dream Factory, they're very simple. We can discuss as many film ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it'll be hidden behind the first door of Joel and John's luxury advent calendar, RRP 8999. Full details available on our vlog. I'm Joel, the man who puts the tit in Alan Titchmarsh's ground force, and across from me is John Harris, a man whose own attempts to improve his garden with a water feature drew criticism from the local council. Entitled Drum and Bass, the fountain would blast pendulum tracks 24-7 at deafening volumes. Don't even have a garden. That was the, that was the craziest bit. Yeah, I, I, it was amazing that you just put a... Here's the thing. He got a stereo, put it in a sandwich bag, put it in a bowl of water, and then just played Pendulum's first album out of a window. Sounds good, doesn't it? It does sound good, yeah. But Alan Titchmarsh did not endorse that. Yeah. What was the name of the... Charlie Dimmock. Who was the other guy? I always want to say Tommy Lee Jones, but I feel like his name was just like Tommy Lee. I think Tommy's definitely involved. He was once on You Are What You Eat. Okay, so You Are What You Eat is where they look at people's diets and then they do the thing where they're like, in a month you ate this and there's yeah, a they table. Put a, yeah. yeah. Every night with dinner he drank a pint of Bailey's. No. In a pint glass. Tuesday night, pint quite, of Bailey's. Wednesday night, I quite pint like, of Bailey's. Because he's like, you know, he's a tall, big, retired so guy who works in the gardens yeah. all day. There's something quite hard about that. It's like, a real power play, isn't it? Yeah. How do you feel about Bailey's? Um, I am pretty neutral about Bailey's. It's mm. not It's not, It's not. not a classic t- Christmas tipple of mine, but I might indulge if it's nearby. Mm. There's it's a it's syn- the season for Bailey's. Yeah, there's something synthetic about the The thing about Tommy is, though, he's... He's Bailey's all year round. That's oh. what I like. Do you reckon he goes for the seasonal varieties? Every day's Christmas Eve at Tommy's house. The mint. Ugh. The luxe chocolate. What's you basically that? have to drink with us. You have to eat with a spoon. Ugh. It's so thick, mate. It's like trying to get ketchup out of a glass bottle. There's something about Bailey's that is like, it's, it's, not, really it's not a drink. It's like a pudding in yeah. a glass. Yeah, it's great. That's oh, what I love the, Bailey's. Bailey's, pudding, pudding in a in glass. glass. 
But we're not here to talk about Baileys. But uh, thank you very much for sponsoring this episode. Thank Bailey. you. <laughs> Chink. Anyway, we're here to pitch some movies. Yeah. What have you got? Well, can I just say before, um, if, if Joel, Joel is insisting that I don't talk about it, but I, I, I have my voice is going. So if it disappears halfway through, it sounds like I'm going result, through puberty I say, again. Result. I might be going through if puberty If it half, again. disappears halfway through, I'll play both parts. What about this one? Apocalypse Now, That's What I Call Music. That's from Johnny. Good. It's just a pop soundtrack to hor- horrific war things happening. I'd like more of that. Say On the beach at Saving Private Ryan, Aqua Barbie Girls playing. Is- that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, because there's like that thing that certain filmmakers do where they um like they'll juxtapose like yeah, and no one's been brave enough to do it over a harrowing war, actual atrocities. They're they're riding, they're Dunkirk. You know, they're they're riding across the ocean in those boats. What's playing? Uh, The Venga bus, which is which is wrong because it's a boat. They they get the Venga boys to remix the Venga buses. The Venga boys. What happens is close up of the lieutenant. At the front of one of those ships, you know, yeah. with all the pe- all the guys in stood there looking nervous. Yeah, the nervous. water captain, yeah, yeah. And he, the water captain's got his whistle. Yeah. And he's about to blow the command yeah. to come ashore. And he just goes... <laughs> and then the Venger boy just comes over the top of the soundtrack. <laughs> but no one in the scene reacts. It's not like it's a party boat, all of a sudden a disco ball descends and they're all having a great time. It's just over the top of harrowing scenes. I might be exposing some cinematic ignorance here, but I think Apocalypse Now is the one where there's the helicopter sequence for like the Valkyries. Yeah, yeah. So you just do that sequence 46 times with yep. every pop hit from that year. Every pop hit, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Well, we might recut some of those if either of us can be bothered. Yeah. All right, what about this one from Alex? Mowgli, like the new version of The Jungle Book, but with cheesier songs and acapella bullshit. But that's the first Jungle Book film. Yeah, it's full of, it's a musical sensation that film, mm. isn't it? What the animated one? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The Jungle Book. There yeah, wasn't yeah, one yeah. before that that was real action, was there? I don't, I don't know because it's an old story, isn't it? It's not like oh, mate, Disney Rudyard not that out so long ago. Yeah. Disney didn't write it. How dare exactly. you? I was thinking about this last night, Saturday night. That's what I like to do. Big Saturday. Mowgli's night. out now on Netflix. That's what we're talking about here. Uh, I think it comes out on Friday. Does it not? Oh, I don't know. Oh, there's a trailer for it. Yeah, I saw it on my Netflix account. Yeah, there's just been a Jungle Book film. All right, so yeah. So we're, we must just be 100 years on from that book, so anyone can do a version. You and I, mate, with your great big JVC camcorder <laughs> and Movie mood. Plus, we could create a version of the Jungle Book. The thing is... When um, something reaches 100 years old, you can just do what the fuck you want to it. Well, I, I think it's just one of those things, isn't it? It happens in cinema quite a lot, like where the same year that like you know um, Interstellar and Gravity came out, so two of the big films were like... Space films and like the same story. Well, like Truman Capote had two bi- biopics come out in the same year. Yeah, recently. I guess. Um, it's just you know, if you started the pre-production to a point where you can't turn back, and then you discover another studio has done the same mm. thing, it's just too late. Andy Circus has been bl- working on this one since about the same time as the Disney one was first announced. Right. Okay. But then they kept postponing it because does he of play the fact- everyone? Does he play everyone? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. It's it's pretty incredible. How does he mow up a giraffe? Are there well, giraffes in the Jungle Book? No, they live on the plains. Yeah, he does though. But he still bonus does features. The plane book, <laughs> rubbish. The nothing in it. I'm quite looking forward to watching Mowgli, but I'm more looking forward to the the entire film without this CGI. So it's just Andy Serkis <laughs> running around a green screen stage. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm a tiger. I don't care about Mowgli. Netflix have really pumped out some Christmas stuff this year as well. The Christmas Chronicles. Is that the one with Kurt Russell as Santa? Something about a princess. Yeah, it is. Yeah, apparently that's great. Mm, According you go. to my dad. Well. And he's a, a real cultural vulture. Rule. If Papa Grove 
Uh, in, you know, so I saw the trailer for the Christmas. Don't wag your finger at me like that. <laughs> I'm very angry, Joe. Why is there like a thing that happens in movies? When did it first get decided that Santa's sleigh is powered by the belief of Christmas? That's a very good point because it's the reindeers. Is it, it to do with animal cruelty? I don't know, but it feels like that's a relatively. Because recent... back in the day, he used to whip them. Yeah, that was an iconic image. Yeah, Him going yeah. and the reindeers. I've never really thought about that. That's Blood actually not great. Off the yeah, back of yeah, the and they would scream. <laughs> And they would fly. And that's what we all remember from our childhoods, right? It wasn't yeah. powered by the belief in Christmas. Yeah. Because it, nothing... it was powered by, you know, animal cruelty, it, which is the true meaning of Christmas. It's not Christmas until I've heard a reindeer scream. Exactly right. And if, look, and if you're going to complain about animal cruelty, don't have a turkey on Christmas Day, have a nut roast. <laughs> if your sleigh is powered by Christmas, you're having a nut roast. If your sleigh is powered by whipping a reindeer, have a turkey. <laughs> I've always said that. Yeah. That's, how, that's, the, that's the, you know, when you say graves at the dinner table, that's what I say. I go, and I whip, I whip slices of the turkey off. We don't use a carving knife. Slice, slice. That's what I do. What? Are we still, are we, are we pitching a film? What's happening here? I don't really know. I'm, I'm quite excited about Christmas and I, I'm pretending to be furious about made up things. Anyway, I would whip, whip a reindeer. If, I if would that whip a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh, what about this one from Colin Bohemian Raspberry the same film as the Freddie Mercury biopic except every time he sings it's just a long farty noise <laughs> <laughs> that is good that is really good Bohemian Crapsody the live aid crowd sing along scenes are less moving but funny <laughs> but really funny you know like bam <laughs> that would be great that would be great that would be really right. good we, we we haven't got a live night planned at the minute, but if we do, uh-huh. we open with Freddie Mercury doing fart sing-alongs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, yeah, I, I like it. I, is that going to happen every time they're in the studio as well? What? Freddie Mercury's just blowing a raspberry into the mic. Yeah, he doesn't and no, and obviously no one, and, and because it's the same film, no one questions it, and they just say he's a genius. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if, if like the next record Kanye brought out was mostly fart noises, there'll be still a contingency of fans. Well, he did poop, did he scoop? Where do you go after that? Just fighting straight into a microphone. Exactly. Yeah, uh, the big question is, is it, is he blowing raspberries, which the title would suggest, or mm. is he literally is he farting? farting into a mic? Well, here's the problem. You've got, it's a much more, it's a much trickier re-edit if he's farting into the mic, because the mic, I imagine, for most of the film is at his mouth. <laughs> I've not seen it. Yeah. No, I've no, not no, seen no, it. I can't say for sure. Um, but I imagine, um, despite what you may think when you hear a Queen record, uh, what they're producing is coming out of their mouth. I don't like Queen. Is that known? Have I ever said that on the podcast before? I don't know. But... Queen of shit. Anyway, so I think he's blowing raspberries. Okay. And they're, they're making a point about pop music. It's pretty clever, actually. Oh, it's actually really deep. Yeah. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody is a fart of a song, isn't it? It's rubbish. I No, I'm not getting involved. Say, give your honest opinion of the song Bohemian Rhapsody. Not of all of Queen's output, but of that single song. I think it's, it's brilliant. Dog shit. What? Why is it brilliant? Because it's just so insane. So? <clears throat> And it makes sense, and it's catchy, and it's sing along, and it people love it sense. singing. It makes people love it singing. <laughs> they like it. No, more I'm talking it. to Mowgli. <laughs> it's brilliant. It brilliant. It's catchy, Joel. and people love it singing. I'm dying. Oh well, yeah. You make you what a staunch defence of the of the nation's favourite song. I think it's just shit. I hate it. I can't think straight, mate. I hate it. Anyway, Scaramouche. Can you do the Fandango? I'm not taking my musical cues from a man that uses Movie Plus. <laughs> Have you seen Music Plus, though? 
<laughs> pretty great. Do you want one from me? Yeah. Well, I say it from me. It's not from me. Good. It's from Mark. Sexual earling. The place in London. Yeah, West London gets very sexy. <laughs> what are we talking? Is it some sort of virus? Like you know, like zombie films. Modern recent ones have become like like a virus where people want to yep. eat each other. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. What if it's a they virus shag. that just makes everyone? Unbelievably randy. Uh, randy? Uh, yeah, I like, I, that's what it is. Everyone in Ealing is just rutting in the gutter. <laughs> and then the virus comes. And <laughs> They've accidentally like ground Viagra into the, um, into the water into supply. Into the water supply, strictly in Ealing. And Ealing Common is just like one massive orgy. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think is happening. West London's always eluded me somewhat. Is it, what's there to do there? <laughs> what, happens? what happens in West London? That's where I live at the moment. Let me and? tell you, mate. Whew. Right, so where does West London begin? Oh. Is it South Kensington? Is it oh. Kensington? It's Chelsea, right? That's West London. Is it? Yeah. That's southwest, isn't it? No, that's west. Oh, God, no. Do you know what? It's not even... It's not under... No, it's not south of the river, so it's not south. You can't call something south unless it's below the river, can you? Come on. Uh, do you know what? I've no, do, come on, you can't, about can you? five seconds into this chat and I've already realised I don't care. You can't call something south <laughs> if, it's not, if it's north of the river. Okay, man. That's carnage. I'm sorry. Right, and so the main. So character. it's a really. It becomes a re- no. Maybe it becomes the sexiest place on earth, and house prices shoot up. Everyone that moves there becomes so sexy straight away. Oh wow! And Ealing becomes. I mean, it, it, overnight it goes from being Rio de Janeiro to Ealing is the sexual <laughs> hotspot, and the, there's carnivals in the street. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And everyone that moves there becomes instantly sexy. Oh great! And uh, they become too powerful, uh, and they become the influencers. Okay. And you know. All of their social channels and everything take over. One of them becomes prime minister. Yeah. Because people love sexy people and they just vote for them in their droves. They buy their albums and no one realizes that they're not sexy. And someone has to pull the plug on, I don't know, maybe there's like a sexy generator in Ealing. It's not really clear where the sexiness has come from. Maybe there's a crack in the atmosphere. But this guy who's like a um, conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat wearer, and he's so ugly. Like, he's really <laughs> ugly. He goes to Ealing to reveal the conspiracy theory yeah. but when he gets there he gets really sexy uh... <clears throat> and he has to fight against his, his instincts because you know he's become so sexy and he loves it but he knows that it's not real what if someone flies a helicopter with loads of cold water and gives the whole of Ealing a cold shower nice but they just look great they're all in white t-shirts <laughs> that's just like halfway through the film they yeah. try that yeah, the yeah, military yeah, try yeah. <laughs> they fail <laughs> Everyone just gets sexier. <laughs> Commander, they've just got sexier. what we do. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, this one from Liam. This is actually, we've kind of had this one before. Oh, Liam. A while back. Nah, Listen to every... Nah. No. If you think you've got a suggestion, great. <laughs> Listen to every single episode. Yeah. And then let us know if it's an original idea. Do we, not, don't, we don't even do that. No, don't do that. Please don't. Because no, we, be we actually want suggestions. Yeah. Uh, so Liam came up with, and this is an addition to the versus universe that we've actually started yeah. a while back. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't add Monsters versus Aliens at the time, which is uh, a that animated is. family-friendly film. It is, yeah. What about Cowboys versus Aliens? Do you remember yeah. that? Good point. Daniel Monsters Craig. Monsters and Cowboys. With a bracelet. What about Cowboy Monsters versus Aliens? That's good. Daniel yeah. Craig's magical bracelet is what that film was about. I, I don't know. He came... He's an alien. He comes he's crash- an alien. Maybe. He's not a cowboy. He comes crashing to Earth. Someone yeah. comes crashing to Earth, but there's a magical alien bracelet. Uh, and they're cowboys. You know, they've just got bolt-action rifles, mm. maybe a carbine repeater. Yes, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption <laughs> too. But he's got a magical bracelet that shoots yeah. lasers. Okay. And there isn't one of those in the gun shop in Red Dead Redemption too. so it must be alien technology. Uh... Um... I know a lot about the that only clicked now. that only clicked for you like whilst you were playing Red Dead Redemption the other day. What? <laughs> that film makes so much sense now. Uh, anyway, and then the cowboys fight the aliens. I think the cowboys win. Yeah, because well, they got the bracelet. Well, they have to, don't they? Otherwise, it's not really it's not a good film, is it? The aliens win, and humanity was wiped out. In I would the... quite like that film. Wow. Anyway, there's some sexy cowboys, <laughs> and they just keep getting sexier. <laughs> cowboys are quite sexy, don't you think? Uh, the, the film depiction of what a cowboy is 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 quite a, a hunky rogue yeah, thing, yeah. but I'd imagine in reality cowboys are quite idiot. Idiot? You can't speak today. <laughs> cowboys are quite idiot. Why are you trying to offend the cowboys? It's a huge portion of our audience. <laughs> I don't think cowboys are idiots, guys. You... I'm not well. I'm not well. <laughs> John thinks all cowboys are idiots. This no! is an amazing revelation. <laughs> John spends his whole life trying to be really PC and kind to everyone. <laughs> Who knew that just bubbling underneath the whole time? Such a specific hatred of cowboys. This is amazing. It's my one greatest prejudice. You hate cowboys. cowboys. If you kept running on an all cowboy, single issue cowboy party, you'd be straight down the fucking polling station. Yeah, okay. So, cow- yeah, anyway, th- this isn't what we're talking about. We're talking about Monsters vs. Aliens. I don't really remember Monsters vs. Aliens. No, I don't remember I haven't it seen at it. all. So, thanks, Liam. <laughs> Please keep sending A lot of films are Monsters vs. Aliens. That's like a classic thing. And also, how do you do... Well, so the monsters are already on Earth? Yeah. Well, they're not aliens. No. But the aliens are aliens. No. So the monsters are defending Earth? So, so we support the what monsters. Makes, what makes a monster and what makes an alien? That's so a great question. Let us know. What makes West London? It's all, yeah. all good questions. John just thinks West London's full of monsters and aliens. <laughs> Idiots, cowboys. And Sam's chicken, let me tell you. Is that a chicken shop? It's the best chicken shop. Is it? Mm, oh, I've never met r- Sam, but if I did, I'd shake his hand. Good work, Sam. If you want to sponsor a podcast, there are some really good podcasts out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, this one comes from Jason. Go on, Jace. Yeah, thanks, Jace. Uh, this one is uh, Joyeux Noël, which is um, like the film about. I think it's about the um, the you know the football game on Christmas Day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Jason just sent us a picture of that DVD and then a picture of Noel Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> just joyous Noel Edmonds. Just having a great time. Or or it's the, the tale of the Christmas Day armistice told. Maybe he bookends it. Yeah, I, maybe he commentates on the match. <laughs> For those uh, not au fait with the uh, oeuvre of uh, 
Noel Edmonds. He is a man who was a TV presenter and then did he did the English Deal or No Deal. Mm. Um, I've seen international, or, as we call it, the original Deal or No or Deal. deal yeah, uh, and I've seen some international versions. They're amazing. There's yeah. what I think the French one. Um, all the boxes aren't held. So in the English one, it's like held by friends and family. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to. You're no, supposed to. No, it's not. Oh no, it's by other people. That's on celebrity episodes. It's by other people who stay in this hotel together and they yeah. all become mates and mm-hmm. they all like... It's like a cult. Yeah, and they have a bond and it's, it's like really rituals weird. And, stuff. and they're all like, when they open the box, they're like, oh, yeah. I really hope it's good for you. Like as if they have any control yeah, over yeah. it. In like the French one, it's just women in dresses. Oh, that's like the American one as Is well. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think actually every other version is sexy women holding the boxes. Yeah. Apart why, from ours. Why ours is got, the original. What, yeah, and why have we got this weird like... It's not. It's not like any game show because it's got this weird dirty aesthetic. Like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's recorded in a basement. It's great. It's so weird. It's really captivating. Yeah. Uh, and he's recently been on I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here. Yeah. Well, he's not anymore. Is he spoiler? Yeah. He got. That's not a spoiler, mate. People aren't. Yeah. Box setting. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, binge it when it's done. Anyway, so he's Noel's in the trenches. Yeah. <laughs> God, we're so tasteless. We started with. It's, it's not our fault. It's the listeners. Yeah, it's the, it's the yeah. listeners' They're fault. Sending them in. <laughs> They're tasteless. I like the idea that it's just it's it's the story of the uh, the football game, and it is bookended with him with Noel just like looking into a book. Looking. Oh, into, like Princess Bride. Like Princess Bride, or weirdly, have you ever seen the full version of the Snowman where David Bowie introduces it in a jumper? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm into that. Okay, so. Noel Edmonds just says now he's like sat by the fire he's got he's got a box yeah he's got a pint of Baileys on the go he's got a pint of Baileys on the go which he's just stirring with his with with his finger (laughs) and then what a horrid image and then um yeah and he's got a deal or no deal box and he opens it up (laughs) and it's like a really cheesy effect where we that kind of transposes into the film nice there we go and it cuts back to every now and again and the Baileys is just slowly lower and lower (laughs) and the film becomes more nonsensical as he it's like drunk histories but he remembers like Christmas drunk history that he remembers the the football match get that commissioned he's like like, and then right oh what a cross he made (laughs) just trying to remember it It, it, very specific to the minute by minute what a cross he made who won the game Britain mate did they 50 (laughs) 0 I don't think anyone kept score which is the greatest tragedy of the First World War. <laughs> no. No. You think, mate, you think cowboys are idiots. No. <laughs> and you're, you're the one. If, if it's going to be if it's gonna be a Twitter storm, if one of us is going to have our first Twitter storm, it's going to be you. I'd love it. <laughs> Big controversy. Yeah. Controversy. Con- yeah, see what you're... <laughs> I'm delirious. Should we do our own films and go home? <laughs> yeah. You are home. <laughs> yes. Fucking hell. All right, this one is uh, from me. <laughs> cool. What is it? Batman, but it's just a guy with a cricket bat. But Solving crime? Yeah, he's a superhero with a cricket bat. He's like, really good with cricket bats. Yeah. Like, he can like deflect bullets with his cricket bat. Like He's really good with it. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> but the twist is that in this universe, Batman also exists. So it's actually a courtroom drama about... What? Who gets to keep the name keep Batman? The name. Like when WWF had to fight WWF and then WWF won. Yeah, because WWF lost. Wrestlers against <laughs> that panda bear. <laughs> you couldn't, could you? Yeah, so then Batman takes Batman to court and it's mostly a legal drama. But I would imagine, well, the only thing is because it's a cricket bat, I would imagine this Batman, uh, this English Batman's quite posh. 
like he's a bunch of English posh stereotypes. Yeah. So he's operating in the UK and he's yeah. calling himself Batman. Yeah. Does he fight crime? Yeah. Yeah. With his but it's small town crime. It's like village. Give crime. me an example of a village crime that he might be able to solve with a with a bat. Uh, k- kids stealing uh, little milk bottles that you know put outside of people's uh, houses in the morning. What, how, what does he? What does he do? Hit the kids? <laughs> beats the shit. He beats the shit out of the kids. Yeah. Cuts up trees. Just he just knocks down the tree. He's he's very much overpowered for the job he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then Batman in America finds out because maybe one of the one of the things he does gets out of hand like he's taking a cat out of a tree he knocks the tree down it hits over like an electric pole and then there's a big fire that happens in the local village where he is the superhero and that gets into the the, the u.s news mm-hmm. and batman uh cease and desist a few times files a lawsuit okay batman's like you've got to stop you whacking know, people with this yeah, cricket bat Bruce especially Wayne. kids yeah yeah, and then you know, I don't really even know what cricket is. He would say, "Cricket's the name of another insect. Why don't you just call yourself that?" That's what you'd probably say. Bats aren't insects, guys. Before you write in, but jo- always remember that John hates cowboys. But the the, the twist is, oh, good. oh, British, sorry, I didn't realize there was a twist. The coming. twist That's, they're, the, they're the best twist. The British Batman is fully legally trained and went to law school. Oh no, he wins the case. So, so what does Batman call himself? Uh, dark misty guy. <laughs> John is deliriously ill today, um, and I'm not sure this episode will ever see the light of day. Here's my film idea. Okay. A Sug's Life. Sugs <laughs> from Madness is shrunk to the size of an ant. Does he go one step beyond still? Pardon? Yeah, I mean, he's still doing all the dance moves. You can't stop, you can't stop Sugs from being Sugs, but he's tiny. All right, okay. And so most of the film is like... It must be the day of their big like Hyde Park headline show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's running around Hyde Park with a load of ants. He's riding an ant yeah. to the <laughs> stage. He is, yeah. And so the whole thing is... But the thing about it is those cameras on screen are so good that the audience don't actually realise he's tiny. That's, I was going to say, that's the, tr- the whole day he's trying to work out how to become human-sized yeah. again. But the solution they come up with is uh, they just put the camera he really close. To. He have to. They just put the camera right on him. And that's it forever. <laughs> a sag's life. Speaking of films when they come out at the same time, A Bug's Life and Ants... Yeah. What the fuck? Exactly. That was so weird. Well, yeah, those are animated films, so they can't really turn around. I love that. Yeah. I was that. I was an ants guy. Yeah, of in, course, yeah. In the Montague and Capulet, that was a Bug's Life versus Ants. I'm actually not like the other people. I actually think Ants is a great film. Ants is the better movie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Thank you for joining us. It, well, it was mad. It was quite mad. Um, we know it's the end of the episode because there's a knock, knock, knock at the studio door, and yeehaw! Get me John Harris. Oh, oh, John, I think you're in a bit of trouble here, mate. John, how long do you think parrots live? <laughs> Good. Uh, for, the, for the record, um, listener, whilst you hear the plinky blonky thing, uh, in reality, what happened was absolutely no there was time no, passed no break. between no break. Joel pretending to be a cowboy and him asking me how long he thinks parrots live. <laughs> and I, I, I would say I'm quite like that off mic. Yeah. How long do you think parrots live? Off the top of your head, cockatoo. The 25. Main guy. I'm thinking their 20s, right? They, they get to their 20s. Yeah. And then like Kurt Cobain or whatever, they're done. done. Yeah. Average life expectancy of a cockatoo. Yeah. 75 years. The Fuck. oldest parrot in the world is yeah. 114 and it used to be owned by Winston Churchill. Jesus Christ. How mad is that? What's a parrot doing for 114 years? 
I always thought um, an animal's life expectancy was like directly related to how big their heart is. Well, and also like their um. <laughs> no, uh, is that just me? <laughs> well, that that sounds about right to be fair. But predators. I was, no, um, like the speed at which they move. That's why. Like, <laughs> That's why, like, snails are eternal and lobsters and stuff. Tortoises. The speed at which they move. And yeah, that's sp- why old people are so slow. Yeah. <laughs> live fast, die young. Shit! See? It's all true. Shit! Told live you. fast, die young is related to animals. But I'd say a parrot's the exception to prove the rule because they're like, they're like moshing through their lives. 114. 114. You should see it, mate. It's lost all its feathers. Honestly, oh. it's going bald. Poor. Good run, though. Oh, yeah. Fair play. Do you reckon it'll get a state funeral? If How I, instrumental was it during the war? Did it repeat Churchill's speeches? It's a very good point. We will fight them! Fight the patriots! <laughs> I know it's been quite an impression-heavy one today. It's been a fucking I feel weird. weird one. Yeah. I'm really sorry, listener. Uh, next week, uh, hopefully things will be better. The only thing I will say is I'm, st- I'm probably still going to be in this delirious state tomorrow when we go to record the Christmas special with the hardcore listing guys. So that oh, could I can't be, wait for that. could be interesting. Yeah. Hey, John, I'm going to France at the weekend. Yeah. What what should I expect? Uh, f- uh, some French. Mm, Where okay. in France are you going? The Toulouse. North? Toulouse what? Um, Where's Toulouse in, on the map? South, isn't it? Oh, hmm, the Riviera. The, I, I, the my, sun, can, yachts. Ooh, my geography casino. is awful, so I wouldn't know for sure, but I think it's in the south. Well, give me three phrases to use. I'm going with some lads, and we're going to watch football. We're seeing Toulouse versus Lyon. Uh, Allez le Toulouse What does that mean? Allez le Toulouse yeah. It means go the Toulouse But I don't Allez know Toulouse. I don't know what Allez shout- Toulouse If I shout that Will I? Will that be fine? Yeah um, I know Do they f- say Toulouse? I know in France a lot I've noticed I've been to a couple of gigs there And uh, Their like crowd chant thing is um, Seven Nation Army Yeah that's quite common Yeah It's um, weird Were they da, White Stripes da, gigs? Da, da, da. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Jack White, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, they, they, that's their chant. Between songs, I, I just do... Da, Jacques Blanc. Da, 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 Jacques Leblanc. If I say Allais, to, is it Toulouse or Toulouse? Toulouse. They don't not pa- pronounce the end of every word. Just Look at Paris, pronounce- mate. Look at fucking Paris. Yeah, Toulouse. Oh, I've done you there, mate. You yeah, don't yeah. actually know. You don't actually know, do you? Can. Yeah. You're an idiot. You're right. I only know that it's Toulouse because I know <sighs> that. Are you listening to this, listeners? I'm not sure. John probably won't put it in because it exposed him as a French idiot. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you will be the best listener.